Hi guys, welcome to the Try New Frequency with Amber podcast. My name is Amber Chanel and I'll be your host. My podcast is for anyone who loves music videos and living a life of synchronicities. A focus will be on music videos from back in the day when MTV actually played music videos. My goal is to help challenge old ways of thinking, to have an open discussion about music videos and to connect it to our current reality. I live a life full of daily synchronicities and would love to have you join me on my journey. And I'll also be bringing on spiritual experts to interview. So let's have fun, listen to great music, and raise the frequency in our lives. Welcome back, everybody. I'm super excited today. I am meeting with Susan Gonzalez. She's with Moon Organics, which was founded in 2011. She's a nurse, esthetician, and cancer survivor. So welcome, Susan. Thank you. Thanks, Amber. Thanks for having me on. Absolutely. So just wanted to kind of give a little bit of a rundown, and I'm going to cut that little piece out. Um, To get started, Susan's approach to skincare services incorporates intuitive healing modalities along with skincare knowledge to allow you to realize your beauty inside and out. And I know you also co-authored a book with Florence Strang. Would you want to tell us a little bit more about that to get started? Sure. Um, The book was a birth child. We call it our love child (laughs) of two blogs. Um, When I was undergoing cancer treatment for stage three breast cancer, I started a blog because I, I started really opening up my mind and sort of looking at Um, other modalities, natural modalities, things that I hadn't thought of to to cure myself. And in doing so, I started writing a blog called um, The Savvy Sister. And Florence uh, read my blog and I would read her blog. Her blog was 100 Perks of Having Cancer. She's a psychologist. So we would read each other's blogs. And it was so funny because I thought she was super cool. And I later found out she thought I was super cool. And like, we, we kept this like distance you know, relationship. And then one day she said, um, uh, Susan, uh, I have a proposal for you. Will you write a book with me? And I, you know, I thought she was going to say, will you marry me? (laughs) But she said, no, will you write a book with me? And I said, oh, I think I'd rather marry you. (laughs) Because the book, uh, you know, writing a book is such a daunting task, but we did it. Um, We found a publisher who was very excited about our book. Uh, a publisher out in California, and we it took us about 18 months to write the book, and it's 100 perks. So she wrote the perks, like not that cancer's this great thing, right? But you know, in 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 going through these things and going through um, these trials and tribulations of life, you know, you have to look for the silver lining. So she found the little perks, the little silver linings, like. Uh, during Halloween, she didn't have to wear a Halloween costume because what is scarier than a bald one boobed woman, you know, like that's pretty scary. And then uh, I would write the, um, the health tip to go along with that. So I wrote something about pumpkin seeds, how healthy they are for you, how they regulate your hormones and everything. So we, that's how the book is laid out. So it's the chapters are her perk with my, um, with my tip. Um, and we, we really feel like we helped a lot of people, um, all the information is still pertinent. There's recipes in there and uh, just little things that maybe you don't know to, to help you get through your cancer journey. I think that's great. I wanted you to announce the book title to not just throw it out there. So 
it's the 100 perks of having cancer plus 100 health tips for surviving it. So congrats on being a cancer survivor first, I want to say. And Thanks. secondly, yeah, how cool is it that you were able to do a book and to see the impact that it's created? Yes, it's, um, we have a really active Facebook page. Um, you can go to 100perksofhavingcancer.com and you can read, you can see a video of us and read all about how we wrote the book and read a couple of chapters. We have a couple of chapters on there. So, you know, in case you want to just get a little taste of the book. Um, but yeah, we're really proud of it. Awesome. We'll share that link in the show notes. So everyone take a look at the show notes uh, for that website and more information on the book. I normally start off right away and I'll say what song we're going to be going over, but I wanted to incorporate it with my first question. So we're going to be going back to August 28th of 1986. We're almost to the date when it was released. The song yeah. True Colors. Uh, yeah. Wrote by Cindy. Well, not wrote by. Sung by Cindy Lauper. It was actually wrote by Billy Steinberg and Tom Kelly. But it's, it's a beauty. We're going to touch base on that today. The beginning of the video, though, starts with a moon. And I found that really unique because we switched from a song we were going to do to this song and your business, Moon Organics, it just seemed to tie it all in together. So my question would be, how did Moon Organics start and what motivated you to create your product line in spite of the huge selection of cosmetics out there in the market? Sure. So when I was undergoing my treatment, I, again, you know, my whole mind opened to like, I had zero risk factors. In fact, I had factors that should have prevented me from getting cancer. And I ended up with a seven centimeter tumor in my left breast, which is, you know, as big as my pinky finger. Um, and so I, you know, sat back and like scratched my head, like, what the heck did I do to have this tumor grow in me? And I just started diving into all the research about, um, risk factors. And I started looking at my skincare products. And that was one of the things that I looked at because when you put that stuff on your skin, it only takes 26 seconds for it to reach your bloodstream. So, you know, we put patches on our arms, like nicotine patch or an estrogen patch, whatever. And we assume that that gets absorbed into the skin and gets into your bloodstream. But we don't realize is that every single thing that we put on our face, on our body, also gets into your bloodstream. So a lot of the stuff that I was putting on my skin was not really very healthy. And so I started making my own products just from organic oils and butters. And I started really simply. Uh, and then it started sort of got under my skin, uh, no pun intended. And I really started looking at the chemistry of everything. And I started, you know, researching how to make things. And it just became a real passion of mine. And so that's kind of how the company started. I started out with four products and I sold them at farmer's markets here in town. Um, and then I just started, I kept making different products and people gave me suggestions and it kind of snowballed from there. So um, here we are, you know, 10 years later and uh, I have probably 17 products that I personally make. Um, and then I have a few others that I sell that are made by um, other companies. Well, I'm assuming the nursing background helped out just a little bit. Yes, definitely. Definitely helped out. And that helps out with a lot of things. Um, in my line of work, there's a lot of education and <clears throat> nurses, <clears throat> excuse me, 
nurses do a lot of educating and I love educating. So that, that sort of fell into that same role. Um, yeah, nursing is all about science. It's, it's an art. It's about, it's about really helping people. And, and I've, I've kept in line with that for sure. Absolutely. You're helping people in different capacities. Oh, my dog was going to keep barking. So I'll be cutting that little. Oh yeah. He's trying to talk under his breath. I don't know what he sees in his clinic. No. <coughs> laying there completely calm. So why he's doing this is beyond me. Hey, who needs to knock it off? Stop. Okay. He's interrupted out of all my podcasts. He's done one time. <laughs> He's interrupted. So this is a second. Okay. Seems he, like talk to me. he sees you talking to me. He wants to talk to me. <laughs> I know. He's like, he's just laying over there. Yeah, goofy boo. I'm like, oh yeah, you can't see because I'm in Wonderland right now. I'm like, <laughs> he's just laying on a chair over there by himself. He's a little puggle. All right. We're talking about you. So now you can relax again. All right, so that will be cut out. So then what is in your skincare philosophy? Uh, so the philosophy for skincare comes from my research that I did um, when I was looking at creating products for myself. And that is that it really has to be clean. It can't be, you know, we, we can argue that, you know, water is a chemical. Yes, it's H2O. It's a chemical. But. <clears throat> these man-made chemicals uh, that are harmful to us that get into our bloodstream and do harm. That's the kind of stuff that I want to avoid. And so in looking at natural products and looking at oils and butters and different extracts from around the world, essential oils, especially um, I've really come to learn that these are extremely powerful ingredients. They're powerful products that are given to us by nature and they do work. And so my philosophy is to use as much of that natural ingredients and natural products made by Mother Nature that I can um, in order to create effective and powerful um, products, products that actually work. You've got me thinking about my skincare line. I spend a lot of money and time on trying to keep myself youthful, but now I'm starting to question even more how natural are the products and what is getting into my bloodstream now? And so I know the listeners out there are going to be wondering the same thing. Um, kind of scary to think about, but it is important as well. Yeah. I mean, you can think about, you know, there's, of course, there's a lot of, of things you, that, that could scare you, but this is kind of a, something that you can control, you know, so, and you can control what you put on your skin. And so, um, you know, it just, it gives you a little bit of empowerment when you can do that. Beautifully put. Can you share with us some of the things that you take into consideration when creating new products? Yes. Yeah, so sometimes I will be reading a book or listening to a podcast or, or reading a magazine article. And I'll, I'll come across a natural product and it sort of catches my eye and catches my interest. And I have to do a lot of research on it. So I'll dive in. And I will look at scientific research. I'm, I'm all science-based. Um, so I'll look at like research studies done with this particular ingredient and how is it used and what, is, what does it do? And that is sort of my intuition. So 
I rely on my guides, <laughs> my angels, my, uh, my spirit guides to point me in certain directions in order to get me excited about a certain ingredient and, and subsequently make a product with that ingredient in it. Um, so when I see something like that, I'll do my research and then I'll just start playing with it and I'll, I'll order some, sometimes it comes in powder form, liquid form. I'll order all different forms and I'll just start playing with it. I'll start mixing it into things, mixing it with water. You know, how does it smell? How does it feel on my skin? Um, what's the proper way to use it? And I'll just kind of start playing. And from that play comes a lot of times comes, you know, a revelation or, oh, an idea like this great idea that I can use. Um, to create a product. So it really starts with intuition and trust um, and trust that I'm being guided to the proper thing that I can create for everyone else. Now, how do you test them? Is it all on humans? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I have almost 400 people across the country that are on my quote unquote test team. Um, anyone can get on my test team. You just have to sign up for my newsletter. And What I do is uh, when I create a product that I want to test, I'll send out a mass email to all 400 people. And then like the first 30 or 40 that respond to me, get a free sample and they get to test it. And then I have an online questionnaire that they answer about the product. And it's really been really helpful for me to create products that way, because sometimes there are things I don't think of, like certain packaging things and or, oh, when it got mailed to me, it was melted or something like that. So um, it really helps me to test it on actual people and get ideas that way. Why not? Especially if it's all natural. That, to me, just really stands out. And I wanted to ask you, because I know one that stood out to me on your website, and I'll ask you that a little bit later, a little bit more about. But do you have, out of your skincare products, personal favorites that really stand out? Definitely. So the Youthful Essence is one of my favorite products. It's a skincare uh, moisturizing anti-aging cream. This took me about 18 months to develop. And I created this product with ingredients that I really believe in that like, that I know this sounds so weird, but it, they really, they make my heart happy. Like they I know that when I put this on my skin, I've been using this for about three years now, since ever since I created it. When I put this on my skin, I just feel, I know that it's moisturizing, but I also know that it's really doing something more. When I smell the essential oils, there's five organic essential oils in there. When I smell that, when I feel it on my skin, when I feel it penetrating into my body, I really feel like it's doing more than just moisturizing my skin. And I get that I've gotten that from other people as well. Intrigued to know what your favorite essential oil is because mine's frankincense. I love frankincense. So I have a really weird one and I've been asked this question before. Um, it's copaiba or um, some people pronounce it copaiba. This oil is like magic. And to me, it is like, I just want to smell it all day long. It has a very unusual smell. So when you start to smell it, it smells like one thing. And then as you continue to inhale, it changes a little bit the way that it smells. It's also one of the few oils that does not need to be distilled in order for it to be essential oil. It actually gets tapped from a tree, um, just like maple syrup. Um, you put a spigot into the tree and out comes the essential oil. 
Also, another fascinating thing is you can run a diesel engine on this essential oil, which is kind of crazy, right? And it's related. That's cool. Yeah. You know, I I don't know if you're familiar with um, Copal, but Copal is like an alcohol product that's like sacred. It's used in ceremony. And the Copaiba is related in, in a similar way to the Copal. So it has a sacred nature to it. It has a spiritual like tree nature to it. And it's just a really cool essential oil. Now I'm going to have to check it out. And I've got some friends even here locally where I'm at that sell essential oils and are all into it. So they're going to be excited that I have something new to bring to them. Definitely. Definitely. I love it. Now, is there any beauty advice or wellness, I should say, advice that you want to share with our listeners today? So a lot of people come to me for advice and they want to know what to put on their skin. And I usually give them several choices and have that, have them choose what really resonates for them. I'm, I'm of the belief that you intuitively know what's right for your body. If you just, if you're still in check-in, you know, the things that are good for you, you know, the things that are bad. So for skincare, it really is a holistic approach. So in looking at how good your skin looks, you really have to look at your lifestyle. Stress is a huge factor in skincare health. So, you know, who are you surrounding yourself with? Are you doing what you want to be doing? Um, Are your relationships healthy or are they toxic? Are you not getting enough sleep? I mean, sleep is vital to healthy skin. Drinking enough water, exercise is, is vital to healthy skin. So all of the products aside, your lifestyle, uh, what you're eating. I mean, that's, that's a huge part. So my skincare advice would be to look at your life holistically, think about what you can improve in your lifestyle. And then as far as skincare products go, look and see what resonates to you. Look at, really look at the product, look at the ingredients, look at everything, the packaging, like the symbolism, the color, everything. I really believe that you are drawn to certain products. Um, yeah, marketing has something to do with it, but I really feel like intuitively, you know what's best for you. And it's all about choices. I do have to share though. It kind of cracked me up with you saying about marketing. So Carolina Herrera, good girl is my perfume. And I chose it because it's got a stiletto bottle. And my ex had taken me out to do perfume shopping. And I didn't realize as you were talking about the smells, when you can smell in and you go a little bit deeper and you can have a different smell. So it was really a unique experience finding that perfume and I love it, but the bottle is what sold me as well. So it's too funny that you mentioned that it stood out right away. I'm like, I have to share that. I'll have to check that out. (laughs) It smells really good. The one thing on your website, besides all the wonderful products, was that you do virtual facials. And I was like, huh, how does that work? So I was just wondering if someone's interested, what does that look like for them? Sure. So initially we do like a FaceTime consult. Um, I have them fill out a very extensive questionnaire before the consult. And then I FaceTime them and we chat about what their goals are, what products are they using right now? I have them, you know, come close to the screen. I can kind of see what their skin is doing. And then from there, I create a box for them. This box contains everything that they need to do a facial. So it contains um, a cleanser, toner, exfoliating product. Uh, We we 
do a little bit with extractions, but <clears throat> not really a lot because you can't really do a lot of, over the internet. But um, then a, a mask and a moisturizer and a sunscreen. So all of that comes in your box and it's all very specific to you and your needs. And then we set up a time to do the facial together. So people are in their bathroom and they FaceTime me and I say, okay, t- time for the cleanser, you know, rub it in your hands, put it on dry face. And we go through the whole, the whole facial all together. And, you know, it's, it's a great, it's a great opportunity for people to ask me questions uh, about different, you know, topics. And then they get to do their own facial, but I've created the products for them and I've created the experience for them. Love the creating the experience. You seem like the perfect person, Susan, to ask this to. My mom told me a toner is so important, yet she didn't know why. So I started using a toner about two, three years ago, and I really... Honestly, I'm going to tell you, I didn't notice much of a difference, but she stood behind it. I never looked up to see what it's about. Can you tell me and everybody else out there the importance of a toner? (laughs) Sure. So um, it all has to do with pH of your skin. So there's uh, your skin is really very acidic. The pH of your skin is about 4.7. And so when you cleanse your skin, the cleanser usually has to be a very high pH because that's what activates the surfactants and gets all the dirt and all the oil off your skin. So now you've put this product on your face that cleanses it, but it's a very high pH and your skin's like, "Uh, we really, you know, we really don't like that. Can you bring us down a bit? So the toner helps to bring that pH down. It also gets off any residue from the cleanser and it really prepares your skin for the next product that goes on, whether that be a moisturizer or a serum. Now your skin is ready to accept that. There's all different kinds of, of toners too. So you can have a glycolic toner that actually is an exfoliating toner. You know, so there's many different toners out there. There's hydrating toners, there's astringents, which are a little bit stronger for somebody that has oily skin. And so there are many different categories based on your skin type. You make it seem so easy. Well, this helps for people wondering what it's going to be about and how you explain things. You keep it on a level that people can understand. And I really appreciate that. Yeah. Chat with you more about the toner off the air. Now, on your website, a couple of things. You talked about the youthful essence already, correct? Yes. That's what I I wanted to make sure because I'm like, that one stood out like crazy to me. And then the moon deodorant. I cannot find a deodorant out there that even the ones that say they're clinical strength and you spend 12 to 15 bucks on them, tried native. I don't like any of them. So what makes yours so different than the others? Well, the deodorant was one of the first products. Remember I said I had four products that I started out with, started selling them at farmer's markets. The deodorant was the fir- one of the first products. And this was really very important to me because of my breast cancer history. Deodorants are right next to your breast. If you have preservatives, aluminums, you know, aluminum um, is the antiperspirant portion of the deodorant. Um, and that is very harmful. Aluminum is a metalloestrogen. It acts like estrogen in your body. There's been many studies done that show that you have actual aluminum gets into your breast tissue and in the breast can actual breast cancer tissue, they are finding these chemicals are conglomerated into the breast cancer tissue. So we know that it has some effect. Now you're going to read a lot of, if you, you know, go on the internet and read uh, about it, you're going to find a lot of things that say that, no, it has no effect. 
that's the companies hiring people to write that this stuff is safe, right? But if you look at the actual research, the hard research, the the unadulterated research, you know, the independent research, you're going to find that these ingredients do have an effect on our overall health. So the deodorant was extremely important to me. I worked on that really very, very hard. So my deodorant is strictly that, just a deodorant. It's not an antiperspirant because uh, antiperspirants block your sweat glands and they plug up your sweat glands. And that's why you don't sweat. It's the aluminum gets into the sweat gland and expands and it doesn't allow the sweat to come out. Sweat is good. We need to sweat. That's our detox. So I just created a deodorant and it works amazingly well. It's, it's my best seller. I have to constantly be making it. I've just recently gone to 100% zero waste packaging, which means every single thing in that deodorant is all completely compostable, the package and the label, which not many people are doing a compostable label. This is, again, very important to me. So after you finish with the deodorant, you can just you can bury it. You can put it in your compost pile. It completely decomposes. The deodorant itself does eliminate odor. And I do give a 100% money back guarantee. If it does not eliminate odor, I happily give you your money back. And it, you know, it works. It smells good. I have two scents. I have an earth scent, which is frankincense and thyme. You might like that one. And then I have one that's called um, clean scent, which is um, lemongrass, lavender, and tea tree. Sign me up for the first one. (laughs) You got it. (laughs) For sure. That's amazing. And if I can like the smell, that's so important to me. Yes. Susan, now you have me all intrigued on this facial experience. So I'm wondering... What does that all entail? If I was to schedule a time to do this with you, what would you all utilize? I would definitely, you know, skincare and getting your skin looking its best would be my primary concern. Um, But I'm also looking at your energy a little bit and kind of talk to you about what's going on with you and incorporate some relaxation modalities that maybe would help you to relax, uh, you know, on a really deep level. So when I have someone on the table, it's a very intimate thing. You know, I have my hands, you know, on your face, on your head and touching you, you know, it's a very intimate thing. And I can really feel energy that comes from people. And I'm sure that they can, can feel mine as well. So I'm very, very cognizant of that. I use certain tools such as tuning forks and crystals. We have some crystal eye masks that help to promote relaxation. And I also sometimes will check if if somebody wants me to, I'll check their chakras. Just, I'll just read them. I won't do anything with them, but I'll just tell them like maybe which things are closed and which things are open so that they can go home and, and work on that. And then I'm really very conscious of the energy that I am putting in. So I don't, I'm not an energy worker. I don't, I'm not versed in Reiki. I did take a healing touch class as a nurse, but everyone has the ability to transfer this energy. And, you know, we know this, like when we're with somebody that just, we just feel good when we're with them, that's their transference of energy to you. So what I try to do is I try to just empty myself and allow what this person needs to come through me and come through to them. So I sort of just empty my mind. I ask source to just give them what they need. I'll be the vessel. It can come through me and into my hands and and into this, you know, into this person. And there's a point in time when you're falling asleep 
when you're in kind of like a twilight zone area, you're not kind of asleep, but you're not awake. That's usually what I, what people experience when they're on the table. And that's the period of consciousness when you can do the most good, when you can have the most energetic effect. So I try to, you know, after I massage their face and they're nice and relaxed, that's when I really try to focus and ask that so and ask source to deliver what this person needs at this particular time. So I'm not really doing anything. I'm just opening myself up to allow. That's neat. And anybody that's into energy, such as myself, absolutely loves that process and how that sounds. So it sounds very calming and having source tell you, you know, cause I do mediumship and it's like, I give answers from people that have passed, you know, to their loved ones. And so I understand that. And it's so powerful when you have someone in tune to that frequency. So I just really think that's cool how you, how you do the whole process. So thank you so much for sharing that. Sure. Well, Susan, we're going to go back to August 28th, 1986 to true colors by Cindy Lauper. Again, it starts out with the moon, and I always ask for initial input from whoever's my guest on the show. So I would wonder, from watching the music video, what message do you feel Cindy Lauper was trying to get out to the people? Uh, well, the song, obviously, is True Color. So I liked the scene with the child when she's looking at the two adults, like, having tea. You know, it's almost like, it's a, you know, you can still be that child and be an adult at the same time. And I loved, I really loved the imagery. Um, they remind, some of the scenes reminded me of like a Dali painting, you know, like it was very surreal. I liked her use of the, you know, water because I think water is sacred. I, I like seeing that, but I, I liked the actual like images. Like she created some vignettes in the video that were really, really pretty. What was your favorite part? You know, my favorite part would have probably been the boat scene. And I like it because to me, it made it seem like they obviously used a Caucasian and an African-American person. And really it was like, come together. It doesn't matter what age you are to go back to your childhood self where where we were innocent and we didn't have society coming at us is the way I kind of took it like keep your inner child in yourself all throughout life and don't let society and outside forces kind of make a negative input on you. You can be it and surround yourself with whomever you want to be around. You can have fun as an adult. You can, like they were drinking tea. I had a tea party recently, Alice in Wonderland thing. I'm 37 years old and I'm having a tea party and that's what they were doing in the boat. And then the sand turned to water. And I thought that was really cool. Just it really gave me so many different, and because this song was back in 86, I was two years old at the time, which the times were way different when I was born to present day. So there was just so much significance. And then I don't know if you noticed the black flower in the beginning, and then it was again in the video. Oh, yes, yes. What symbolism do you feel like they were trying to uh, get across with that? I mean, if you said to me, what does a black flower represent? I mean, immediately I I think of death, but I don't know. It might have a different meaning as well. I'm not sure. Do you know if it has another meaning? I didn't look that up, but I, because I thought automatically what you did. I wondered your impression on it before looking it up because 
that's what I thought. And, you know, maybe that's what she was saying is life is death and it all comes together. Yeah, that does make sense. Yeah. I hate to say that. It's like when we pass away, what do people typically have flowers around or that's something that they use. And I feel like, so it goes from the death to the afterlife. And so I don't know. I just feel like it's something always follows with you, your past potentially. And maybe that's mm-hmm. what the representation of the black flower was. Yeah, that makes sense. I could be going on the woo-woo side, which I like to do sometimes, <laughs> overthinking it, which is fun. I did look up the shell and symbolism of the importance because I saw her pick that up. And I think everybody that's been by the ocean has picked up a seashell and has listened in and could hear the music. And I was like, what's the symbolism? You know, I know what crystals are, whatnot. And the shells have a protective element. They're associated with the third eye chakra, which would be opening your vision, intuition, and spiritual insight. And when she went into the shell, the face she went in, or we all went in in the video into the shell and she's there in her white outfit and mm-hmm. runs into the gentleman pulling her up. It looked like she was going inside herself or I, I didn't know the take on that, but I knew what they were trying to portray with the outer shell protecting her and then kind of going into her story or journey. And just wondering from you, since you do work with the chakras and with the energy healing and whatnot, did you have any input on that and the significance? I didn't really even think of it in that regard. I kind of took it as, you know, she's going into, into her heart space and she's with the other, with the man and maybe just relating how you have to let your true color show in order to get someone else to show theirs you know, and that's kind of mirrored that way. And I think that's, I think that's true. You know, you have to, you have to figure out who you are before you can find someone that you love, you know, and you both kind of have to open yourself up. I like that. And you do notice how it started with the white and they're both in the white. And then when they started going to make out, it started to turn into different colors and images. Yeah. So that, that really does stick out. I loved her hair throughout in her her big headpiece I will say that stood out like right away I want that it's like a bit it was like a big piece <laughs> I'm wondering how you'd walk with it on because you even noticed in in the video she walked pretty awkward with that thing on her head oh yeah me. <laughs> that's what I'm betting too <laughs> another part of it that I noticed that really really stood out to me was when she was walking with the skirt made of newspaper so yeah. She was talking about the news and the stories, obviously, of what's going on, which we still see current day. People could put magazines and newspapers together and make something. And I won't even go on my tangent with all of that. I try to avoid, you know, mainstream media. But I think she was trying to put a message out with that um, to open your eyes. And during that process, though, you could see in the background things that stand out to me from a spiritual standpoint with my spiritual awakening from the wheel to the light to the world, the globe was in the background, all sitting randomly in the sand. There was candles as well in a radio, which signifies music. Do you think she was trying to get people to piece it together or find someone along their journey to be like, she knew it and like made sense of this kind of give them that aha. I'm going to have to go back and look at that part. Cause that didn't strike me like that. But now that you say it, 
that totally makes sense. I'm definitely going to have to go back and review that scene. That didn't really, that didn't stand out to me until you said it. That's why I love doing this because I like people's inputs and like what they notice and see because sometimes it's different than what I do. And then the music videos are fun to watch, the ones that I pick out typically. So even if you have to watch it another time, you'll end up finding more stuff typically throughout. Right. And at the end, there was the group of kids and it took me three takes watching this to realize I thought it was a high school, like senior graduating high school with a whole bunch of diverse, you know, group of kids around. It wasn't until this third time, imagine that the third, that I noticed it was a gentleman that was a senior who was wearing the graduation outfit. And I was like, they were trying to show the intergenerational from childhood to the graduation at right. whatever death would be age. Yeah, right. Exactly. So I think overall, my input was that she felt she really wanted people to be who they were, no matter what others think, and to try not to change yourself to being something you're not. That was my big takeaway with that. Did you have anything additional? Yeah, no, I, I always love that song, and so many people have redone it. It, and it really, it kind of it makes me get emotional every time I hear it. It's, it's one that really um, gets you in the heart because you want to be loved for who you are, despite, I mean, we all have our dark side and our, and our imperfections. And a lot of times our talents are hidden within these things that we repress because we don't think people are going to appreciate them or we think they're wrong based on, you know, society. So I think it's an important message that, you know, you need to do what you feel is right and just be who you are. Absolutely. And I think that she purposely went, she's out there kind of like me. I think we're both a little weird, but (laughs) she went really strong to the different side. because I think she wanted to stand out and really have people start questioning and feel comfortable because that's the biggest thing that I took from her, not being fearful or making yourself small to what others were thinking. Mm-hmm. as well so just a beautiful 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 music video yes definitely I agree Susan I really appreciate you coming on we may have to bring you on down the road here especially if you get a new product out sure I'm working on one right now so get on the <laughs> get on the test team it's it's a good one it's not I don't, it's not really being done a whole lot, but it's going to be very important for the future because it, I don't use any water in this product. So it lasts forever and being water conservation and um, preservative free because I don't, because the water is the reason you have the preservatives because I don't have any water. I don't need any preservatives in there. So it's going to be a fun product. (laughs) I can't wait for the release. We'll have to put, uh, we'll have your website obviously in the show notes. But anything additional, is there a particular link that they can go to that we could put in there to sign up? If they go to the main website, moonorganics.com, they'll, I'll pop up, will come up and it'll say, do you want to receive like special newsletter and offers and stuff that will sign them up to the newsletter where I send out everybody and they all get the announcements of the, the test team and the new products that they can try. Awesome. Well, thank you for letting us know that. Now I'm really excited for you to come back on and talk more about the new product and trying to think of what song already in my head that we'll talk about, which (laughs) just down the road. But um, thank you so much for coming on. And I'm going to send out to everybody, as always, light and love. Until the next time, stay well and God bless.
If you've enjoyed spending time with me today, I'd love it if you'd subscribe to my podcast. You'll find links in the show notes to items discussed during the podcast. Check out the Try A New Frequency website for my top daily music video. I love hearing from all of you. Feel free to send me an email to tryanewfrequency at gmail.com. I'm sending you all love and light until the next time.